Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Pretty excited for this one. It's a good one. The, the big one's finally here, the one we've been hyping for a very long time. Um, no, it's not free from hell, unfortunately, but it is. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> one day, guys. a sneak preview. Um, but no, we, we're here. We talk about Fright Fest 2018. Um, hell yeah. Sadly, it is over for us, which is a real shame. I'm, I'm really feeling the, the post-Fright Fest blues this year as well. Yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I think for us, because we went first two days, mm. we had three more days of like seeing on social media all these awesome films that we wish we'd have seen, thinking, oh, why didn't we do five days? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, it's definitely an interesting one to think about in the future. Because like, with the Monday, uh, the Monday's always a weird one. Obviously, with it being bank holidays, it helps a lot. Yeah. But, and even the Sunday, I probably would have been worn out. But the Saturday, definitely leaving on the Saturday. The sad, yeah, the was Saturday like, felt it, too soon. Yeah, it felt wrong. I, was like, I had another day in me for sure. Um, but yeah. I mean, I think I did. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? We might not have survived. I'd love yeah. to find out. But yeah, we did, we survived two days. Uh, we got to see nine films over those two days, uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean, usually, obviously, long-time listeners will know we sort of talk about the news at the start and all that stuff. But there's like a couple of news stories, but it's really not that interesting. And so we can kind of save it if it is still relevant for in a couple of weeks um, when we get back to our normal-ish schedule. Um, I say normal-ish because... I don't know <laughs> how long it's going to be until we get back to normal, man, because all the Fright Fest movies are now... Of, you know well not all of them but a lot of them have become available this year which is pretty awesome yeah it's pretty insane like we'll, we'll obviously get into it but yeah there's a lot that we obviously didn't uh get to check out that have been on our radar for a while and a lot of them have just like suddenly appeared on demand um some of the ones that we're going to talk about as well and yeah it's awesome yeah it's really cool for people obviously because not you know a vast majority of people can't go to the festival so it's great that they can see them um especially people uh overseas as well um but yeah, it makes it a little bit more difficult for us because we're kind of like a kid in a candy shop right now. It's like, what do we pick to watch? Which is obviously a great problem to have. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. It depends really because I feel like September is our month of like, right, this is where we're going to catch up on everything before it goes mental again in October. Um, Maybe, yeah. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, we'll I mean, September is pretty, pretty mental for yeah, theatrical releases I just, as I well. I completely forgot. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's horror's just not going to stop anytime soon. Um, which is good. it's all good. It's all good, um, man. So yeah, we're going to talk about day one of Fright Fest. Obviously, the Thursday. Um, so we we open at night. Yeah, we're open at night. Um, we obviously went there a little bit early to sort of check the place out. Um, this is is it the View Cinema at Leicester Square, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, this is the same venue as as where we went last year because um, obviously the year before was at Shepherd's Bush, which was a yeah. very odd site <laughs> like place. Yeah, I definitely like um we'll talk about it a bit, but I definitely prefer this as a venue. Like it just feels right being in Leicester Square. I love the two cinemas. Oh, um yeah. the Prince Charles so yeah. much. Like I love the Prince Charles for like an intimate view in mm. and I love the the view for just like a crazy big you know, it kind of felt especially for something like last year when we saw like um cult of chucky where you get like the red carpet experience and then a giant screen as well mm. and then certainly some movies feel better placed in the smaller theater so i think i think it's got the right mix having the two right there together 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like um, it seems like Fright Fest is kind of always on the move. Um, whereas, mm. yeah, I completely agree. I think right now it's great. Like I, I love that mix of like you say, you you have the old school or or, or yeah. I guess older school experience of a smaller screen cinema, and then obviously the multiplex of today. Um, so yeah. It's, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, obviously the the kind of usual merch that you would see there. Obviously Arrow Video with a big presence. Yeah, um, god damn it, they <laughs> took a lot of my money again. Yeah, how many did you get in the end? Uh, I brought six Blu-rays. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I stayed calm. Yeah. Uh, that could have been a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, just the one for me this year, but, um, it was a really nice one. I can't wait to check it out. Um, it was the Arrow, uh, Steelbook edition of the Driller Killer. Um, nice. really took my eye, like, obviously with that fantastic artwork. And it's, it's one of those ones similar to kind of Carrie at the start of the year, where it's just, it's one of my massive blind spots where always known about the movie uh, i used to love the kind of video nasties and reading about the history of these movies that's been mm. so long being banned in the uk and it's such a fascinating history um whereas i never actually sat down and watched the film um, yeah and this is an, obviously it looks like an amazing restoration so yeah i can't wait to check that one out um yeah definitely it was a, it was a I, I really enjoyed the venue this year as well i mm. thought the um the the steps that that oh, were kind yeah. of like a video wall almost presentation of fright fest so as you as you walk into the cinema there's these steps that have all got i didn't realize but they're all screens and mm. it was like this nice little uh blood montage and then a little then the fright fest kind of logo for this year appears and i thought that just looked you know really striking when you first came in it may I, there was def there was nothing like that last year was it that's definitely an upgrade to the cinema yeah. i don't remember it no I, well the um, thing is we said that I about the wrong, we said that but, about the big video wall as yeah well. and then i remembered it was there um last year i'm sure it was there last year now thinking about it yeah but um uh, certainly these stairs just felt new but it just it yeah it looked lovely when you first went in yeah it's a really nice touch because you want the place to feel like it is the event you know you want it to feel yeah. like you're surrounded by fright fest and that is it's a difficult thing to do when they are just you know at a regular cinema because you know from tuesday onwards they have to pack up and leave and it just becomes a regular cinema again yeah so it is very hard for them to, to sort of leave their mark on it and yeah little things like that definitely go a long way i would like to see yeah. a little bit more presentation outside the cinema um yeah obviously the prince charles is where you're going to get a lot of that and obviously that is why you know because they have the big fright fest like hoarding above it that looks lovely yeah um, that's nice it's a shame i think that they i think part of the problem that. is is that it's um you know there, there's a lot else going on at leicester square at all times yeah even when you're there so i think that's part of the reason behind it i mean there's people still going to see other films i think as well like it's, oh yeah yeah it's really at, weird at the venue yeah. yeah it's proper bizarre um but yeah i mean that was kind of us just sort of wandering around the place really wasn't it waiting for the opening movie mm -hmm. um which was of course the ranger um, the ranger a movie that we we're really excited for um didn't know a huge amount about it really did we like it was more no it was more just the, the fact that you know this is the you know the the opening you know film of fright fest um you know obviously we were massive fans of the opening film last year yeah. um cult of chucky you know it was one of our favorite movies of last year so mm. kind of whatever fright fest highlights to us is their lead is something that we're going to be gravitated towards um yeah, definitely so yeah it was definitely you know the reason why we wanted to go to the opening evening and see less films were because it had two films in particular that we we're very interested in seeing yeah um you know this and the next one so you know that was part of our rationale for going this day um 
Do you want a kind of brief synopsis? I mean, ba- what I would say is for anyone that's listened to this show, we're not going to be talking any spoilers. Yeah. You know, we're going to give a brief synopsis. We're going to give our thoughts on the film. It's going to be more of a concise talk than, than what we normally hmm. give on movies because some of these movies might be a very long way from coming out. And if you weren't at Fright Fest, you might not be able to see these movies for a while. So yeah. we're not going to be spoiling things. So you should be safe to listen to this show. I think it's something important to say at the, right off the start, really. Yeah, 100%. That's for all the movies we'll be talking about. All yeah. nine films, we won't do spoilers whatsoever. Like I say, it'll just be our brief overall thoughts on the film. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, an interesting one to kick off. Obviously, it was uh, yeah. very much in the 80s style, isn't it, um, this film? Yeah, this this is a... I mean, the opening evening was a 80s-themed evening, mm-hmm. uh, kind of in, in the, the, the films that are being shown. Um uh, not really sure how Megaton this, Squad fit into that, but <laughs> it's just you know it's timeless, isn't it? You know, um, the, this this film basically centers around a group of teen punks um, who are um, on the run and end up hiding out in the woods, um, and basically they come up against a um, kind of park ranger, um, hence the title of the name and the front cover of the film poster. Mm. Um, the um it's it's very heavily punk um is something that really needs to be kind of said that Mm. all the characters are very um you know they're they're very stylized and this film is very stylized in that way it's very heavily influenced by punk and punk culture um you know what our take on that is we'll we'll wait to see um but yeah this this movie um you know what what did you think of this one um yeah this was this was unfortunately my sort of biggest disappointment of the overall festival um i was obviously like really excited for this and mm-hmm. it was it, it really really underwhelmed me like i think it, it's difficult to say like um i don't want to sound too negative because this is the first movie we're going to talk about so i kind of <laughs> i don't want to say this isn't like spoilers for my thoughts but there was only two movies that i wasn't super into throughout the entire festival and mm. unfortunately this straight off the bat is one of them and this is probably my least favorite out of all of them um and mainly due to like the fact that it's not just the film obviously it's the opening film so you want it to be good and i was just underwhelmed really from the get-go like it had some cool moments the 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 title character the ranger himself is the best thing about it and he's he's good yeah he is um, fantastic it's just a shame that like the the rest of the cast i didn't think were good at all um couldn't really tell you any of their names couldn't really tell you kind no. of who they were other than oh they dress like punks and and they seem to listen to punk music but um obviously that's another aspect of the movie that we kind of touched yeah th- i think this is a big big issue really that you know yeah. the, these characters are uh, you know, meant to be these punk characters, but none of them felt authentic. Mm. You know, they they all very much felt like they're in fancy dress. Yeah, and that's not to downplay people that dress up like punks. It's to no. say that these people just didn't feel authentic. No, I think we're coming. You out know, the they, they felt way. yeah, they Where felt like actually... characters. We wanted them. To, we yeah. wanted them to be more genuine, um, and they just didn't feel genuine. Um, you know, I think, I think the lead in particular, really, you know, she, she felt really like she was out of place in mm. the, the, the clothes and, um, you know, uh, uh style that she was in. Um, yeah. but pretty much all the characters, the lead guy as well, kind of like her boyfriend friend, I thought was completely out of place, um, mm. in his role. Um, which does, you know, it, it did take me out of the experience. I have to agree there. 
it was it was a massive problem for me because i don't obviously i don't know a huge amount about the you know the the production crew the directors the writers or whatever and i don't want to immediately throw them under the bus sort of thing but my my take just from watching the movie was that with these types of productions and there's a lot that we've seen uh, that we'll talk about that nail this sort of thing is like you, mm-hmm. if it is a smaller production and they're trying to go for a certain thing you just want it to come from a place of love and and, and like you say a place of sincerity and even if they don't necessarily achieve everything they're going for if you know that it's their heart is in the right place it's like mm. you know you kind of in with them where it's like even though this, yeah even if you're watching something that you might not be massively into you go like well i know that you guys are super into this and yeah and this is what you wanted to make and so hats off to you and again i don't know anything about them personally but that that was how i felt watching this was that it didn't seem like anyone involved with this production actually had any sort of love for any sort of punk punk culture um or kind of like 80s nostalgia like that aspect of it as well felt completely far away um mm. so those two things together again like like overall kind of thoughts on the movie like there's a, there's a couple of good kills there's a couple of good like memorable moments um it's not a terrible film by any stretch of the imagination it's just not something that you should i think you should sort of run out and see um, yeah i think um you know the, I, I do, I do think that the people behind the camera um, were coming from a place of love, probably. Mm. Um, the, um, you know, from from what we kind of saw of the 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 um, crew that were there and stuff, I think it, I think it probably was. I I just think the the actors, you you, you know, when you say it's a small production and uh, everyone needs to be behind it, that it, that's behind the camera and in front of the camera, and I think the actors were just paid to do a job and were just hired to do a job and they saw that their role was a punk um and i think you know the 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 people behind might have been trying to put the culture and the love and the stamp and feel on it that they wanted to but unfortunately the actors were just you know not entrenched in that um world and just were paid to do a role and just didn't feel genuine enough in it for me um i think you know i was i was i was disappointed by this because it was the opening film and because it had hype behind it i didn't dislike the movie that this would be one that if we was to do a full show on it i'd i'd struggle to kind of have really long discussions on it anyway mm. so i'm quite glad it's a shorter form one because this is a really like, short film as well. you know th- this was a very short film it took a little while to get going and like i say the, the all of our main characters just didn't really feel that great but as soon as the rangers showed up I was enjoy. I enjoyed the rest of the movie from there. Um, I thought he was fantastic. I, I enjoyed the kills quite a bit. Um, it kind of, you know, toward towards the end, I was still pretty into it. Um, and kind of, you know, w- w- when credits rolled was was you know pr- pretty okay with where how everything ended up. You know, to keep very <laughs> loose on the spoiler side of things. But you know, I pretty you know, it, but it was pretty much by the book. It was it did nothing special in terms of a kind of you know cat and mouse or a slasher movie or any kind of you know whatever genres it's trying to be it just just was very by the book in that respect and then the reason why this movie was kind of trying to be unique was its style and its look which is the bit that it misses the mark on most for me and the other bits it just does good um so overall it's just kind of a very you know middling movie one that i won't be you know thinking about massively and and one that you know when it when it comes out i um 
I won't be going to watch it again or, you know, watch not on demand or anything like that. I don't think it's a waste of time for people to watch. And certainly if you are very much into the, you know, the, the punk scene and that, I think it would be very interesting to kind of have someone because, you know, we're not trying to make out like we're, you know, crazy, know what they should be looking like or something. I'd love to know someone that is in that world, how they feel it was portrayed, really. Hmm. Um, cause for me, I just thought it, yeah, you know, that was the most disappointing part of it. Yeah. I, it, coming out of this one i was really intrigued to know what the reception was because like mm. i knew that i didn't like it and i really thought i was going to be an outlier to where oh everyone was raving about this movie yeah you know, it's the opening movie everyone's going crazy for it and like obviously a couple of people seem to dig it but i've i've seen a lot of uh best movies of the yeah. show on twitter and i honestly i don't think i've seen one that contains this movie no that's true like i've seen uh you know we're, we're going to talk about other people's thoughts and like i've had a look on twitter and stuff and like a lot of people are putting lists up and yeah i i don't know whether i've seen this on any list and i've seen a lot of top tens as well yeah. do you know what i mean I've, honestly you know? i've and seen it's... at least like 50 lists at this point and i honestly, yeah i don't, think I I've don't seen remember once. you know i've i must have seen 25 30 and i don't think i've seen it either so i don't think we're on our own with this one it's you know it's a shame but you know onwards and upwards hey yeah it was oh, i don't know mate. i was just really disappointed like it was especially because like the, like we said before with it being the opening movie this could have easily started like a downward trend you know like yeah. the first night for us and that sucks like you want yeah. the first movie to kick it off in style and you know i'm I thank god that the rest of the night of the festival in general was like really really good um mm. and yeah it, i again I'm, I'm kind of flabbergasted as to why this was the opening movie um even the movies that yeah. we saw, obviously we only went for two days. We saw nine films. Um, a couple of those weren't even on the main screen as well. So kind of we have a very, uh, a kind of smaller subset of films that were at the overall festival. Yeah, um, definitely. Even seeing movies that were on the Saturday and the Sunday and the Monday, I'm like, mm. why was why were not why were some of these overlooked in regards yeah. to this movie? So I mean, I almost I almost would be asking the question why this got on the big screen mm. let alone as opening night first movie um it's a it is a real odd choice mm. it, it obviously became a, a darling in, in you know the organizer's eyes for whatever reason um and, you know everyone's taste is different but um one of the yeah, only things the mark for me. one of the only things that kind of pops into my head is that it was kind of a discussion we've had previous on the show and then obviously we just hinted at it at the start of the show about how so many of these movies have like already hit demand um mm. you know we we were saying like we've already seen incident um puppet master came out like a week before yeah um, all of these different ones upgrade has been out six upgrade. months in america yeah, exactly <laughs> um whereas the ranger i don't i've heard not a peep about the release of this one no i mean it wasn't a world premiere though it was only a uk premiere Right. Was it not a European one? It might have been. No, just UK. Really? I'm looking at the Fright Fest guide. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's still a big deal. But like you say, like, yeah. I wonder if it, if it is planned for a bigger release at some point. So then they feel like they're potentially getting. Yeah. And I mean, it seems like I mean, but that's crazy, though. I would this, have assumed this... it was a world premiere. <laughs> no, it was shown in America uh, in festivals in March. <laughs> it was shown in an Irish film festival in July. Wow. And it, it it's got a actual release in America for the seventeenth of August. Oh, yeah. So this might be out in America by the sounds of. I'm only going by IMDb. Right. So this might actually even be out in America. Yeah. It so boggles, it boggles the yeah, <laughs> it it really makes it even more insane. Yeah. 
Um, let's, let's move on let's, to a better Let's move film. on, man. Onwards and upwards. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, lucky Let's enough, talk about the next one. The next movie that we talked about, or that we got to see, rather, um, Summer of 84, again, kind of... I think we'd, we'd both earmarked this one, weren't we, of kind of excitement this, levels? This was one because I think, you know, um, Ranger was one we were excited about because it was the opening film. Mm. This was the only film that I'd done a bit of research on and was really excited about. Um, I really like the premise, um, you know, the, um, when you hear a group of four kind of, um, teenage boys that are kind of, you know, in a horror movie, I'm straight away thinking strange things. I'm thinking it, I'm thinking, I'm, uh, you know, this is hot right now. I'm, I'm really enjoying, you know, these sorts of things. Um, you know, I, I, I want to see more of it. So, um, yeah, I was pretty excited about this one going into it. Definitely, and the kind of the kind of uh, one hook of this movie, with it being you know, uh, essentially one of the kids thinks he's living next door to a serial killer. Um, yeah, and that kind of dynamic. Obviously, they set it up in the trailer, and you kind of, you know, that's that's the premise to this movie. Like one of the kids thinks that he's living next to a serial killer, and so obviously him and his 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 uh, friends are trying to sort of figure this out over the course of the summer, um, mm. whilst also sort of living their lives as teenage boys in the eighties. And yeah, like that, that hook was so great because it did remind you of the Burbs and, and all these Spielberg type yeah. movies, you know, Stand By Me and, and obviously a lot of King stuff, heavily uh, influenced by Stephen King. Oh, um, yeah. Very so like so. it was it was already hitting those notes early going in. It's just whether or not like they actually pull it off and whether or not it's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And with a child cast as well, it, you know, or a young oh, cast, yeah. it can be difficult because, you know, all of these all of these guys are pretty much unknown. Um, yeah. You know, you kind of mentioned it. It's kind of four um, best friends. Um, Davey is our lead character and he is the one that. Yeah, basically, uh, you know, the the opening film has a great kind of monologue where he's saying, like, you know, these boring American towns is where the crazy shit actually happens. Mm -hmm. And, like, you just don't know what's going on next door to you and stuff. And then, like, he's kind of obsessed with the um, with, like, these big stories. His dad is a local reporter or local cameraman. And uh, Davey kind of like has all newspaper clippings on his wall and kind of wants something exciting to happen in his town. And they're um, like the, the newspaper clippings are like crazy conspiracy theories. As yeah, well. yeah, it, yeah. He's like Fox Mulder, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, he might as well just have a truthers out there poster. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then basically, um, you know, this serial killer gets discovered, you know, all of these local missing people, um, you know, and um, uh, other other kind of cases have all cold cases have all been put together to reveal that there's a crazy serial killer that's um you know at large in this small community um so davy's kind of you know teenage brain goes into overload and he um starts to kind of suspect his neighbor just just for kind of like a couple of off cuff things but mm. he, he then kind of really starts to look at him and and kind of the the, you know a chunk of the movie is the four of them kind of doing this investigation um uh extremely well done kind of how a group of um you know teenage boys would conduct a police investigation you know they kind of have these moments where they're doing stakeouts and you know getting a bit too close and and you know all things that i just thought was you know most things in this film were done very well um the main four um actors in this were all fantastic i think um 
what one gets significantly less backstory and camera time than the other three um really but um i i thought all four were great and uh yeah i mean do you want to go into your thoughts on it a bit yeah i mean i absolutely love this movie like it go obviously what i said previously was that it's it starts from a place of stuff that we like you know so mm. we kind of it's there's potential when a movie like this i think that's one thing that i keep going back to on the show is you know when we first heard about the concept for a quiet place um or yeah. something like a happy death day and, and like you can even throw in truth or dare with that as a, as a example of one that just didn't oh yeah 100 percent. Um, yeah where where it's like you know you hear these premises and you see these trailers or whatever and you're like okay i'm in it's just whether or not you guys deliver and for me mm. this this really went above and beyond what i was expecting actually yeah. like, I, I kind of like was was fine with this just being like a good one of these um mm. whereas i actually think it's one of the better ones and, it, and it's really 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 good like this is yeah easily one of my favorite movies of the year like this is definitely a strong contender for the end of the year and yeah. i really didn't expect that from fright fest like you kind of go for the overall experience seeing these new horror movies and and kind of like getting a mm. bunch of content at the same time you don't necessarily think you're going to see one thing that is probably ha like on par with everything you're going to see for the rest of mm. the year um, yeah this reminds me of like almost like a gerald's game last year where yeah. it's just something that like knocked me for six and it's just something that um you know i want to champion now yeah. because it's just it is super cool uh um one thing that i think is good to say is that this movie is available for everyone yeah. or certainly in the uk so i'm assuming states as well i will have a quick look now yeah but this movie is on uk itunes right now it does say release date in the us um uh 10th of august right so um hopefully it's available everywhere or this... certainly in uk in the states it says germany blu-ray and dvd 26th of october so <laughs> That's cool. Um, but at least yeah. UK and, you know, the States, it seems like it's available. So, you know, this is one hopefully you guys can go and check out now as well. Um, uh, definitely should. I'm really happy that people are going to get to see this. But this blows my mind that this is not getting a bigger release. Um, I know. I, think I know. This just, this just came out. And, like, I only, I only saw it because of a Fright Fest retweet. Like, how has this not been, like, shown you know uh, being branded everywhere that this film's out but like what we said before like obviously this is hot right now like this is the hot thing the 80s nostalgia mm. and riding on the coattails of a stranger yeah. things and it like but even stranger more so, things and the, the it one... aren't hitting this yeah, halloween it's crazy like this yeah. is the year for them like this is the one time like for me personally i i think this is a summer movie like it's already kind of missed it's it's yeah it's probably, like july august like obviously is kind of when we're seeing it anyway but like a big a big summer cinema horror release like like to me, it's a no-brainer, and, and like I say, without with the absence, because like next year, there's no place for a movie like this because no. you can't. As good as this is, and I think it's fantastic. It you you're well, you not can't compete, compete with, with the, the hype of those two movies. No, you're not going to compete the... with like one of the biggest Netflix shows and the movie that's going to make like an insane amount of money at the box office. You just can't compete with that um, no. because you don't have that brand. Whereas, no. yeah, like you say, people would yeah, take they, a chance on this in the cinema for it right now. You know, and it blows my like... mind. I think it's yeah. crazy. I, I really think that there's it's weird we see so many movies for the show and we talk about kind of releases and all that stuff all mm. the time and obviously you get a sense of it watching these movies because we see all of different types of avenues you know this show we're seeing movies that were shown at a festival sometimes we see on-demand stuff sometimes we yeah. see cinema stuff sometimes well, Christ, we see older we, you know stuff. We, we see we see films that are getting oscars you know yeah. it's we we see all sorts we see really, all different and, type yeah. of release avenues so i think we get a good idea of kind of gauging how you could release a horror movie mm. and and i definitely get a sense of that when i watch some of these movies 
movies where I'm like, how is this not getting a bigger release? Or sometimes yeah. you see a movie on the big screen, and you're like, huh, that's the one they picked up. Like, it's yeah. interesting. And, and this is the biggest one for ages. I can't remember I, more I think this is the biggest, the biggest one I've ever come across, because using um, Gerald's Game is a perfect example of mm. that. Like, we spoke about how that felt like it was being under marketed on netflix it yeah. seemed to have got hidden very quickly mm. but when you describe the premise of a gerald's game to someone uh that's oh, yeah, very definitely. difficult to get people on board with mm. so you can kind of see why you have to kind of just hope word of mouth and discoverability gets people there yeah but you know like, like we say this is this is the thing in horror right now if something is going to stop the ghost uh train it is this sort of kind of you know not comedy but you know light kind of teen but with a dark undertone you know especially mm. kind of it cemented that and um you know the fact that like we've said you know and to to you know repeat you know that there's a gap a giant gap right now that just seems like a massive mismark um but i mean you know going back to this film and kind of you know thoughts on it i um this movie was something that kind of you know it it's it's a it's a little bit long um it's an hour and 45 but it does not overstay its welcome for a second um and we were um you know probably about uh, an hour uh, hour or so in and and i was super enjoying it but it's quite a slow burn and i was thinking to myself oh if this movie just kind of ends soft i would have really enjoyed this and this would have been a really pleasant kind of you know a fright fest experience but instead, what I got was the last 25 minutes were phenomenal and elevated it above what I was hoping. Um, not to say I didn't enjoy the rest, but just do you know what I mean? It really upped the ante and gave yeah. me some real horror. It gave me some real kind of suspense moments and gave me a real kind of satisfying conclusion as well. Um, and yeah, I, I thought this was fantastic. Yeah, obviously we're not going to talk about spoilers, but no. the, one of the things definitely worth noting in regards to, you know, why is this so good? Why is it elevate itself higher than what you'd probably perhaps expect from a movie like this? Mm. Is that it really does kind of it it goes along at a certain pace. First of all, I think the pace in this movie is fantastic. Like mm. when, when you're talking about the clues that they're discovering to their neighbor, and like you say, they start off so innocuous. Like it's ridiculous the things that he's trying to tie to this guy. Yeah. Um, our main character Davy, to the point where you're like, dude, you're just a kid and you're delusional. Like you need to stop because you need to like respect your neighbor. And like mm. as they slowly, slowly peel it away, but then always they're always like pulling the carpet away from you, where you always think that they've done a reveal that they can't go back on. They then actually yeah. justify it within the story really well. Like exceptionally well-written movie oh yeah there were a couple of times in this movie um you know the the main kind of um suspect is his neighbor is wayne Mackey, um mm. who's a local police officer and there are multiple moments where i was like oh well, this guy's a straight-up murderer yeah. and then like you know something happens um you know and you think oh well hang on no that makes sense like you say and that's that's not a spoiler you know it is um the, you know this movie is undoubtedly a backwards and forwards but it's done so well the ultimate question kind of is what you know is is it in davy's mind or or not and you know and i think that's the fun the fun journey that you go down and the backwards and forwards are handled so well so much of that comes from the acting performance as well if you can pull mm. up the actor's name who plays um yeah rich sommer yeah like he is so fantastic like we say because he has to play 
a a really nice guy like he's a lovable neighbor he's a police officer he's a respected adult um mm. whereas also that he has to have this kind of slight nuance to him where you're like you try and put yourself in davy's point of view and be like if i was a kid would i think this guy was crazy yeah and, and that is why he's it's such a nuanced performance really really fantastic um cannot overstate it enough how amazing he was and it really goes along with the entire thread of the film um and then mm. go back to what i said before about how this movie does kind of it plays with your expectations because it does certain things that you really expect a movie like this to do yeah and like you say the final act they just throw it all out of the window and they just go like nah you think you were safe this is what's gonna mm. happen and, and like you say without going into it but i was blown away it was not what i was expecting it was super yeah. satisfying and unexpected and that's a really yeah. hard thing to pull off because usually if you're expecting something to happen that's kind of what satisfies you where it's like okay i expect it to go this way and then you get it and then you're happy whereas mm. if you try too hard with these movies to really do a big sort of unexpected end and you can it can easily like backfire in your face and you can turn your Definitely audience away not. from from all the good work you've done throughout the entire movie and so i i, I take my hats off to him for for the ending as well and it, it, like you say if, if they i would love for them to do more of this sort of thing regardless of what mm. they do um it's worth knowing that this is kind of like a collection of directors, isn't it, this film? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, like it's three, direct- isn't it? I think it's three. Yeah. And um, they've done one previous movie called Turbo Kid, um, which mm. everyone seems to really like. I've never watched it before, but I've recently bought it since seeing Summer of 84. Um, so I'm definitely nice. going to check that out. It's kind of on top of my list to check out. Um, and yeah, that's kind of... I, I can't say enough good things about this movie. I, I know for a fact that this is not the last time we'll be talking about this movie this year. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so cool, man. Like, yeah. it just came out of nowhere, really. I mean, like we said, we were, ex- you know... We're excited about it, but yeah. not. We didn't think we were going to get something like this, you know, which is yeah. which is just great, man. Because you get it's it could be really easy for a movie like this to fail right now, where it's like, oh, okay, you're trying really hard to do. Well, the that's the problem. Things, yeah, then. you know, you 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 kind of pretty much cast the Stranger Things, mm. you know, you know, um, stereotypes, which just really, you know, it doesn't. You know, the, the these kids are their own. Um, yeah. You know, it's something that we don't go into massively. Um, but all you know all of them were just really good i enjoyed all of their backstories so much um yeah the ones that at least get given some backstories and some more stuff um oh it's great man yeah awesome, awesome i guess film. we i guess we have to move on but yeah, my god unfortunately <laughs> um my god. not not because the rest of the movies aren't aren't good oh it's no just that one's such a fantastic this one, one. <laughs> this one man um, um yes yeah, so, so next we got like a little bit of a a weird thing because yeah. um we we had plans to go see the 4K restoration of Halloween, mm. um, but I think coupled with the fact that we had kind of seen um, the Ranger that had disappointed us and then was so hyped after Summer of '84, mm. it kind of felt like we wanted to continue the lottery and see another new film. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we ended up just checking out the beginning of the Halloween movie. Um, obviously, we've seen this movie a million times. Yeah. Um, just to check out to see what the 4K restoration was like. Um, Plus, on the off chance, if they did do a bait and switch and show the new Halloween, that <laughs> <laughs> we were just you know, there just yeah. in case. Yeah, just in case, man. But <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> I think like it was relegated to a smaller screen, yeah. a much smaller screen, and it kind of started watching it. And I kind of felt to myself, I already own this film on Blu-ray, and this restoration doesn't blow my mind. Like, mm. uh, you know, it's. Some of these movies, especially ones that Arrow do, they are movies that I haven't seen. I, I don't necessarily know if they've had Blu-ray releases or not, but like, um, you know, upcoming Candyman release. I've not seen Blu-ray. I've, I've not seen Candyman since 
I watched it on DVD. Mm. So when I see a lovely 4K or 2K or whatever resolution it's going to be, restora- restoration of Candyman, it's going to feel fresh and new. But after already seeing like a Blu-ray, you know, decent version of Halloween, this didn't blow my mind. And I just felt like I don't need to see this movie again. Um you know, this, the cinema itself wasn't, like, popping with people going mad either. It was very no. subdued. Yeah. And it just felt like, let's go check out a new movie. Yeah, so that's this, what we did, I, man. I don't know who is doing that restoration either, but it's certainly not Arrow. And yeah, No, it I, didn't I blow can, my mind. No, I completely... It, it just looked like how I expect Halloween to look, you know? So, yeah. like I say, I'm, I'm super glad that we checked out a different film. Um, so, yeah, we saw Mega Time Squad, um, which is obviously the third and final movie of the night, of day one. Mm. Um, this, this was such a weird one, because I, I did always want to kind of see this um just because of the fact that it was such it was definitely more leaning into the comedy yeah that's why i was quite against it because i just felt like it wasn't a horror movie it wasn't one that like you know would have been something we'd discuss on the show typically anyway i was down for it because looking at the slate of movies that we were gonna see i knew that there wasn't really anything else that was that comedy focused Mm. um and so i thought as a sort of different mix of movies because obviously horror and comedy have always been linked for ages oh yeah we've Um, we've talked about it recently on the show like our lack of it exactly um so yeah that was kind of one of the main reasons why um and and yeah just kind of the goofball mentality of it obviously mixing with time travel as well i always think that's good (laughs) like a comedy time travel movie um yeah and yeah this one this one's like it's it's a hard movie to describe really because that's pretty much all it is like that's already yeah it's it's basically yeah like a very low level criminal organization kind of arranged robbery (laughs) yeah arrange like a robbery that goes very wrong in very funny fashion and they end up um stealing this chinese time travel device it's like a um, bracelet isn't it yeah it's like a bracelet and when he press it has like a little button on it and when uh, or like a gem and when you press it it jumps you back in time for um it wasn't like it it, it was like a set amount of time wasn't it yeah, or was, was he always jumping back to the same point? I can't quite like it. Doesn't matter how really inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, but he yeah, it was just trying to be funny. But yeah, he was you know he was jumping you know you jump back in time basically. Um, and so our lead character, I haven't got the page up right now. What was his name? Oh god, they said it so um, many times in the movie. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm now about to bring it up. Uh, I don't remember. I want to say uh-huh. Miles. Yeah, let's go Miles. <laughs> I can't even like I'm trying to think of their accent saying it, but I just there's nothing there's nothing no. going in my head right now. No, but anyway, it's not important. Our, our lead um, is basically um, yeah ends up having to kind of jump back in. He 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 accidentally presses the button as he's being kind of approached by a gang and realizes that he can jump back in time and time travel. And the rest of the movie is him just messing around with that power and kind of breaking the rules of what you kind of know about time travel what we've been taught in time travel movies um you know one of the cardinal sins in a time travel you know normal circumstances that you don't reveal yourself to 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 you you because you lose your mind you know in most of these things and he Mm. basically just straight up talks to himself within like five minutes of time traveling yeah um and this movie you know uh messes around then with kind of multiple versions aware of what's going on and stuff um it's proper funny Mm. um i I enjoyed this movie quite a bit you know it definitely made me laugh out loud um 
a lot of the secondary characters everyone's very slapstick and tongue-in-cheek in this and uh, pretty much everyone nailed the mark there wasn't mm. anyone that felt too cheesy because you know sometimes when you see a movie where there's just felicity characters it can miss the mark or it can be like a scary movie where everything just hits and is funny and this definitely falls in the latter of that yeah um certainly the first kind of 45 minutes to an hour i was thoroughly enjoying this movie um it was kind of telling me kind of a weird story that i was interested to see where it goes and was kind of in for the ride and enjoying the humor the last kind of half an hour it kind of lost me in the story it got a little bit too silly and zany and didn't really follow the backwards and forwards maybe i was getting a bit tired as well who knows you Mm. know um but um by then i was just in it for the jokes and kind of wasn't too fussed but still overall like was very pleasantly surprised like i say it was it was fun um it was enjoyable i think um we've talked a lot in these uh, in prior shows about kind of things being authentic for where they've come from um in particular some british movies that we've seen because we can kind of validate that authenticity um uh, you know this movie is a new zealand um production and it feels very authentic kind of Mm. the humor and the dialogue in particular it was something that was drawn to our attention as part of the introduction how kind of authentically kiwi this uh the dialogue is and it's certainly not something i'm used to but it felt very genuine for where they were and it, it really did feel like a a new style a new kind of you know dialogue and look and everything for a type of movie you know i'm not sure how many new zealand movies we've we've seen for the show but i definitely haven't seen anything that felt as you know different to this in in that sort of sense yeah in terms of comedy the the one thing that com- really reminded me of is um i i'm gonna completely butcher his name but i think it's taker watiti who did um what we do in the shadows um which is of course a horror movie and then he went on to direct uh thor ragnarok um, right though, yeah. that's like his style of comedy is very similar to this like he's obviously there's there's almost no obviously swearing in like a marvel movie but even if you go back to what we do in the shadows which was a more horror comedy um very similar style you know very very dry very witty mm. very similar to british humor in a lot of ways and i remember saying to you after yeah. we saw this like this really reminded me of like in between us in a weird way yeah it did, where, it did me like not the content at all because the content is oh, completely no. different but just no, the, the just way the like the the way the characters belittle each other constantly Constantly, the fact that pretty much everyone—I'm going to say everyone in this movie—is a complete idiot. Um, oh yeah, intentionally so. Um, and it's all—and it is kind of like you know who is who is the rule of the idiots? Oh, he's just the slightly less idiot than the other idiot, you know. And that—and that is yeah. in everyone. And in even not—even that's not the case sometimes. Just that idiot is in the right place at the right time. Yeah, exactly. You know, the—you the, um, know—that idiot got a bracelet that could send him through time. You yeah, know, he, exactly. I wouldn't say he's that much smarter than anyone else. No, <laughs> he was um, just the right idiot at the right time. Oh, definitely. That's should have been that should have been the tagline <laughs> yeah um but yeah no I, I thought this movie was a lot of fun it, it was exactly My what i wanted it to make be. it um it it was exactly what i wanted it to be really like yeah it was it was short enough that it didn't drag i completely agree with you that it lost me towards the end last 20 minutes i couldn't really tell you what happened and Mm. they they try and make it slightly emotional even just a slight bit and i'm like yeah you guys you guys don't need this you haven't really earned it and and honestly you don't need to um i'm here for the laughs i'm here for the wacky kooky kiwi comedy and you gave me that and and Mm. that's all 
I really wanted from it. Um, yeah, it, this it had find... some real good laughs though. Like oh, it really had good, some, yeah. had some really funny moments. It had some really good uh, earlier on. It kind of lost it towards the end with the set pieces, but early mm. on there was some great set pieces where they yeah. used the time tra- travel to great comedic effects, and you'd kind of you know you you would visit a scene multiple times through the the kind of time travel perspective and see it from different angles of what's going on and it was very funny how it all played out yeah and i really enjoyed the use of time travel the use of kind of the multiple versions of our main character and and you know it was it was it was a real fun ride i think you know like i said it dropped off towards the end but it was it was fun something that was noticeable as well is like again i can't imagine this has much of a budget but like the effects were decent like considering that a lot of this movie like you say is our main character who's then constantly using this bracelet to kind of go back in time very short periods of time and then meeting other versions of himself and Mm. a vast majority of scenes in this movie are him talking to other versions of himself so obviously it's the same actor playing different versions versions of the same character and yeah. all of that stuff looks great like none of it looks ropey none of it looks like oh this is where they lined up the green screen and kind of edited it and mashed it together like, yeah that that, that was what was really, super impressive yeah, yeah really solid none of it feels like like obviously this is a kooky silly comedy but it doesn't feel like poorly or cheaply made in any way it actually has a really nice production value to it mm. um thought it was really well directed um and definitely like I say the overall cast like i really um one of the standouts for me was the uh his like boss or like his old boss i guess mm. who's kind of the main antagonist i guess of the movie kind of, yeah. um but he's he's so funny like early on every time he opened his mouth i was dying and then kind of you kind of get used to him i guess and, and that's why he's not as funny which is a shame um but his early interactions yeah. especially with like his croonies around him and oh, how he yeah. talks to them was so funny um yeah and just how he kind of bundled along in each situation yeah. like you know and just kind of just kept getting in situations where he should be in so much trouble but just kept landing on his feet it, it really did feel like uh um you know like you say in between us you know in particular neil from between us you know just kind of like how you just bundle along but somehow everything kept coming out in his favor yeah um yeah i really i really enjoyed it like it like i say it's not one that is overly really applicable for us to mm. kind of be talking about for a podcast uh, for our podcast because it's not overly horror but you know it was shown in Fright Fest, man, so it's yeah. good enough for me. And it was it's, fun. This is definitely a movie as well worth worth stating that this will find a cult audience over the years. Like, Oh, I think so. There yeah. is an audience that will love this. Like, There are people out there that will watch this and it'll be your favorite film like that that is how it's kind of it's weird for us because we're not really into this sort of thing and we still enjoyed it um but we like yeah liked it, you know yeah i could see like this getting like a kevin smith sort of yeah, you know kind definitely. of fan base you know that, like you so know, if you've um, seen those movies that i just referenced if you are into either what we do in the shadows or that thor ragnarok style of comedy mm. um, you will love this like you were absolutely like you, you need to stop listening and go watch this movie I, again i've n- this is one of the ones where yeah good good this, luck with this one i think yeah um, i have look this 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 was a european premiere right it got its world premiere 16th of july in canada right um so you know there, there's no upcoming release plans from what i i mean i'm just using imdb as a tool yeah. but there does you know this wouldn't surprise me if this is one that that becomes difficult to see and might not come out for a little while yeah um so yeah nothing nothing solid yet by the looks of things I also loved that the the director came all the way from New Zealand um, yeah. to see his movie premiere on a Thursday night at eleven o'clock. <laughs> yeah, um, to pretty, an audience that was just zoned out at that point and yet was still involved in it and yeah she, like he he seemed like he was having a great time as well so yeah this was a really cool one like i'm really glad we ended the night on this one yeah um, it was a great choice 
this was one of the few placements that i completely agree with like this is oh, a this final is night movie yeah. for sure um yeah. is you you need something like this every night pretty much to kind of like cleanse the palette ready for the next day <laughs> yeah definitely. definitely um so yeah that's day one in the books um this will this will, be, yeah. this will be the end of this episode uh, we of course uh, got plenty more movies to talk about um another six in fact um so yeah we'll be going yeah, through boy. all of all of uh friday of, of course the full day um and then we'll be going over obviously our favorite movies of the festival and, and your guys favorite movies as well um so yeah slightly shorter episode but there's plenty more to come this week um so yeah thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone Shut up, I can't believe because I never could. How could I start that?